Hello everybody here, my name is Ben Yuko with Zoe the Media Enterprises. Welcome to the Black Tech Building Program. This is going to be the 75th episode of the Black Tech Building Program. So please, please enjoy the show, get informed, enjoy all the greatest things that Black Tech is made of, okay? Talk to you soon. Hello everybody. Is it live here? Okay. Hello everybody. Here. My name is Ben Yuko with Zoe the Media Enterprises. Welcome to the Black Tech Building Program on this Tuesday, November 16, 2021. I want to know. I want to see how y'all doing today. Today, about everything that's going on here. This is our 75th episode. Of the Black Tech Building Program here. We've been moving. We I started this Black Tech Building Program. 74 or 504 episodes ago. Because on every Tuesday and on Fridays. It is very very important to keep you well informed. What's going on in tech. What keeps the Black Tech community in place. We're also. We also are going to be recording the podcast we record these podcasts now later this week i'm going to walk you through the new website that what i have built what i have accomplished of what brings black tech people together and what any way of any difference of what bringing black tech and having showing extraordinary challenges ahead of what I do and what I came of accomplished of a goal of what brings me to a team of effort it's having this program and having the black tech building program so seven now on my 75th episode it is accomplishment and accomplishment and accomplishment from no website to now having a website Having an actual company, being invested, being so it's in, in, so entrenched in technology, and what is bringing black 
people globally together. You cannot you cannot estimate the amount of effort that comes together. You cannot you cannot say that this is going to be an easy ride. It was not an easy ride for building this up to have the website ready to coming and having its premiere and having its great premiere and walking you through this what we are going to do because i got so many things that the, that the community we need to have a community full of black people and what a real black tech media is it's the community participating in this that's why I am willing to start doing. If you and if you are a tech writer, I want you at that community tech fest on Saturday. That's the main event. I want you there. I want you there. I want you there. I want you there this Saturday. I want you there this Saturday afternoon at Black Tech Businesses. I want you there. We're going to have to have some real sponsors. We're going to have some black-owned business sponsors. And if there are, but you're going to put money on for a media who's actually putting efforts of informing you of what's going on. Not going to just say, oh, I don't know this. No, no, I'm putting this on because it is such a strength and such a strengthful effort of greatness of what I can do and what I can invest and what can I actually build for the future. And today, if you and if you're gonna be listening on the podcast, on my podcast of the Black Tech Building Program, I did pray Princess and the Revolution Kiss. Kiss. So I'm gonna keep that when that thing goes on, because it can't be infringements. We are pro we're gonna be eventually proactive, not reactionary. And some black tech building program specials. Are going to be mainly exclusive to the website, and I'll tell I'll be on here, but I'm going to tell you to if you want to listen, I want you to go to the website. I'll give you the links of the podcast of my link to the website. I want you to listen to the actual show. I want you to be not proactive and not reactive, and that's what I'm trying to do with this. Now today. We're going to talk about Prince, the, the, um, the legacy of Prince in tech. Because a lot of people don't know that. We only know him for being a great singer here in Minnesota, and that is absolutely great. But many of us, and I know that Prince was with technology, because that's what he was he was part of. And I'm going to give you the article. I'm going to link it here in the description. And, on, and definitely on the podcast will be where I talk about this. Okay? So let me just follow the article up for you right now. Prince's complicated relationship with technology. So... And then on Friday, I'm gonna talk about our the mom the way they had businesses, but we didn't know the other side of that, which is Nipsey Hustle. I'm gonna address Nipsey Hustle part. 
And I got some words to say about this fake, fake, new, fake, new, old, and new black media. I got words to say that I really have no loyalty towards you, a lot, some of you out here. So now let's get down to business. Prince's legacy as a litigious artist who fiercely protected his music for privacy doesn't tell the whole relationship with technology. The musician who died April 21st at the age of 57 was known in recent years for his dislike of the internet due to large part because he's losing his control over the distribution of his music. He regularly requested that fans not to bring their phones into his concert. To 22 Facebook users for linking to authorized recording removed his music catalog from streaming services by Spotify. And in 2010, with the Daily Mirror declared the internet a complete over. But he wasn't all appreciative about modern technology. In 1996, he sold three CD crystal ball set via internet pre order and moved well ahead of his time. In 2021, Prince launched a called M MPG Music Cloud that is for $7.77 a month, offering three new songs from its MPG label each month. That $100 annual membership also gives fans preferred seating at Prince concerts. My R perks, he shut down the service in 2000, emailing members that there's a feeling that MGMC has gone as far as it can go. One month earlier, he accepted the Lundheim Achievement Award at Webby Awards, which recognized digital media accomplishment. The Webby website says his leadership online has transformed the entertainment industry and reshaped the relationship between artists and fans. Prince also encouraged his friend Van Jones, who I'm not a biggest fan of. Of to start an Oakland nonprofit, Yes We Code, a way to introduce minors to technology. The idea of Jones told Tina and JTAM grew out of, two, of the 2012 death of Trayvon Martin. As Jones recalled, Prince told him a black kid wearing a hoodie might be seen as a thug. A white kid seen as a hoodie might be seen as Silicon Valley genius. Let's teach the black kids how to be like Mark Zuckerberg. This man was such a visionary. At his time, and nobody talked about this. Everyone just left this completely out in the shadow. The reason Prince developed a disc tape in it, it seems because he didn't feel it was being compensated for releasing his music there. In the mirror interview, he questioned why should he make music available on iTunes and streaming services? They won't pay me for advance for it. And they then they get angry when they can't get it. He quoted, as he said, the internet like MTV at one time, MTV was tipped and suddenly became outdated. He clarified those remarks five years later in an interview with The Guardian, explaining that he meant that the internet was over anyone who wants to get paid. And I was right about that. Tell me a musician who got rich out of digital sales. I was doing pretty good, thought right. He suffered on his streaming last year with the launch of Jay-Z's title, which has positioned as an artist from his streaming services, and even released his most recent album exclusively on the platform. He also seems to embrace social media frequently, 
posting to Twitter and Instagram. His account was named the Graham. <laughs> but no matter matter his relationship with the internet, the internet loves him. On Thursday, social media erupted at the news that said Twitter user posted 3 million tweets about the scene in seven hours as the news broke of his passing. And 25 million people on Facebook had well on Facebook had six one interact about the scene and five hours as the news broke. Several songs and albums which tunes in the days following his death. That's a very interesting story. Somebody might not like the internet, but they're going to have to use the internet somehow. And I feel like this makes people how to evaluate privacy. And how privacy is actually very, very important. So I feel like the way Prince was doing, he was bringing the legacy how... How everything what makes people look at him as a favorite star. So so it was very, very saddening when he passed away and stuff and bringing technology that and having that going on with having Prince doing that putting his music on streaming services he didn't like streaming but he had to try to move around to make people so he can get money off his whole situation and then he started that non-profit uh Let's take a look at that. I'm not a fan of Van Jones myself. And this is this. This is the website that gets. Um. Getting. People that called and stuff. And that's okay. So it has that as we called was an initiative by Prince and Van Jones. Prince had a lot to Prince had a lot to do of getting black tech in the community and that's what you have to kind of respect him for. And you got different, they have events during year. So they have a black excellence time for entrepreneurs and professionals to get around that. But, but they'll always corporate, a lot of these events are kind of corporatized and, and stuff. But Prince had that vision of giving back to the community through technology because they know a lot, a lot of he's old school. But you understand what news the kids that he will be working with 
in technology that they're going to like technology. And that was one of the big things that I feel like that has to be respected. Remember, he has schools under his name here in Minnesota. No one talks about that. That's all. Everyone just puts it all puts it out there when when it's not fully completed. But he he wanted it completed before people know about it or even announce it in in local papers and not it's not been a full national media blitzkrieg story for people's consumption. So that's kind of like it's been known like the only media enterprises has been known. But it's like it's gonna it's gonna get more and more as I continue to grow it and keeping it so strong and keeping sticking to it. But I kept sticking to it, to it, to this absolutely to this day. So that's why. Okay, let's see. Let's see. All right, we're gonna see uh, see what's going on in tech. I know they already had that that phony that phony Apple tech movement. I just don't. But seriously. This guy, he talks about tech sales, and he has a podcast, too. I also want you to do, check out this brother's podcast here. It's called Host of, the, of That When I Knew the Podcast. So you can actually check that podcast out, too. So have some opportunities there to see so let me just shout out that brother here. And that's what his podcast actually comes through. I'm actually together. So that's kind of like the whole premise of this whole thing. So what else? It's big in Hi, let me just sometimes sometimes they always put it on Instagram too, so a lot So,
Alright, so here we go. And there's a lot of blood text, um... So here's one of the top. So one of them here, and it's also in the black. Uh, let me just pull up all these news stories. Uh, it's from KBS. This our research is spanning in tech. BWTT is laying the foundation for black business women to empower and teach one another. Another about the scaling business amidst existing and predominant white male dominant text spaces. So, the guy has stuff for black men and there are organizations on that. So let me just figure out what art. So there was, I gotta, I gotta find some, some of this. Do other things in the black tech news, and they just. Uh, uh. So let's see what they got coming out. So let's see. So this is a chance to see where I want to go. Now this is one of the articles I want to do. I want to read this, okay? I'm going to read this one. This is from the plug here. So I'm going to read this article for the UC. So you get black-led organizations led a writing campaign increase congressional diversity fighting racial discrimination. Okay. Many social and racial issues are impacting black Americans, but there are many ways to fight those and generate policy through written letters and stand according to the protocol report. No, that, that doesn't mean anything. The advancement of technology brought communication strategies in the United States legislature. Black legislators and black Americans are going greater length to create equitable policy. So, so they have these things here where they're talking about that they're writing, they're, they're, so this is what they did, okay? So I'm going to read from the article. Last month, the Congressional Black Associates and the Senate Black Legislators uh, released a letter to America about how the current Congressional staff didn't represent the country and suggest to lose an issue. A 2020 report by the Joint Center of Political and economic state found that 
People of color make up 40% of the U.S. public step positions. That don't mean a damn thing. And let me tell you something. It's not even reading this article. It just shows you the fact that they can care less about your concerns. But when you sit there and sit there and give millions of money for illegal aliens, you think they're going to listen to your concerns? No, they're not going to listen to your concerns. They don't care. They do not care. They don't care. They don't care. They don't have to listen to you. They don't have to listen to you. No, they will never listen to you because they will never want to invest in you. So writing these letters don't mean a damn thing to them. So I know these black organizations, they're not black organizations. They're all a bunch of bought and paid bootlicking Negroes. Or trying to be bootlicks together to start to see so that was one of the articles that came out. <laughs> now again, another another piece of this article again. I like I got I got to love to read these articles because these articles are showing you their point. For the newspaper, patent pay partially issue is hardly unique. So, why <laughs> patron employers have voiced concern over pay equity? The company conducted three month long pay equity audit next year. The majority of pay, lawyers pay for, uh, like other big tech companies, are black, of course. They'll never pay you. They don't even have to pay you one bit. They're not going to, and they're not going to give you a damn dime. Because they like, they just like to make you suffer. So, if we can conquer you that way, that would be a better way of getting what I need to get done. Okay, and I hope you understand that, okay? Let's continue. Current and former black employees of Patreon have voiced their concern over pay equity gap. Multiple black employees who speak under these conditions and ominously describe making a little more than $50 conversations in their IT world despite having an average of 10 years experience. One black employee found that he made $15,000 Less than his white counterpart for the same at the same experience level. Wow. There you go. That can give you y'all want to beg these people to give you jobs. How about we all start saying, you know what? We have all these, and this is just explains it once again. We have all the skills and talent. Why do we go to these companies? Why do we invest in these companies? They can care less. This has an open up a pay equity audit that will start in January and go to March of 2022. What is happening? Petra emphasized the need to close examine what happens to black employees at the diverse campaigns are successful and represent improves. The company has yet to release a full diverse report, but 31% of senior leads in the company are occupied by employees collectively with no breakdown how many of these high rank employees are black. 
not worth your time, folks. And it's just sickening and sick and sick. They can care less of what you want to do. What they want to do. They're... So that's pretty much those stories and you know. Alright guys, let's do some things about Firefox, okay? Let's talk about some Firefox and... Firefox really wants to use email analysis to keep your details safe online. Okay? When you are using a real email that one shopping for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, details online, hundreds if not thousands of third parties will have access to why Mora has launched a new free service to provide users with email analysis instead. Firefox Relay for another Firefox private relay is a privacy first and free product that hides your real email address to help further protect your identity online. By pointing your browser to real.firefox.com and configuring the service, you will get five email analysis that you can use when you sign up for online account. Mozilla, Mozilla has designed Mozilla designed Firefox real to send and forward incoming email from your analysis email to your private email account, and the company doesn't read or keep any of the content in your message. All emails addresses are also detailed in the service. Have to be sent and delivered to users. Additional to provide users with five free email addresses and up to 150 KB attachment. Mozilla has even added labels to Firefox Relay that can be used to add information like account name or description so users can users know what size they are using a particular analysis. These the these labels can also synchronize across devices so you can keep track of your hours and email on your smartphone as well as your computer. Alright, that was one. Here's one, here's one more article. Microsoft Windows App SDK 1.0 is available. Will it undo Microsoft patch mistakes? Microsoft released the 1.0 stable release of Windows App Software Development Kit today, November 16th, formerly known as Project Reunion. The platform is meant to bridge the app gap. Microsoft created with itself 
nearly a decade ago when it first launched the Universal Windows platform. Carol Garrow, corporate vice president of Windows Development Project, tweeted about the 1.0 release. Nothing Windows app SDK 1.0 stable release is live. The Windows app SDK is focused on empowering developers to build the most productive apps on Windows, and we are working forward to your feedback. Microsoft is counting on the Windows A app SDK to help the community undo some of its past mistakes, create its universal apps one Windows platform strategy which rely on UWP to supplement Windows 32 and for its developers to do heavy lifting to bring their existing apps to that platform. When Windows 8 fuzzled and developments by at a moving UWP Microsoft officials shift gears. In 2019, Gal all out the plan to try to unify Microsoft Windows development platform and create a situation where developers could and would simply build Windows rather than that Windows 32 or UWP ones. Microsoft released in May 2020, Microsoft released previous others for two official reviews components, Windows Unity i3 and Web View 2. Windows i 3 is is a new narrative, which I love the narrative UI framework for Windows 10. I would love to do a show about these. This that was, and tell you what the, what that all is about. Because I think that's to keep you informed of what goes on in the news and keep you informed about that and have a talk for discussion. Windows Web. View is a control for integration web content in app. In March 2021, Microsoft hit the 0.5 milestone with Project Reunion. With the 1.0 release, Microsoft Point UI3 for use by full Windows UDI app in future release. Microsoft will also support WPF, Windows Form, and R apps with Windows UI3, Viva, XAM. Al Island, the 1.0 releases support text render resource management, app life cycles, and windowing for future packages and unpackages app as well. Push notification is slight for the future window app SDK release according to the roadmap. And there you have it. Okay. One more thing. One more thing before I get out of here. It just I want to talk a little bit about this summit. Is it the summit we're looking at? Alright, so hold.
So das ist So let's talk about this community fast. Okay, let's, uh, let's talk about this community fan. Okay, I got, I got to get that, info. I got that right here. So, 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 one of the, the vendors they're going to have this weekend is Minnesota Esports Club. So, They're going to have eSports Club out there this weekend. So they... And let me go over some of this stuff. So now I got the information what we're going to have out there. So let me go over. This is what we have out here, okay? So, okay. So they got this opens at 12. We'll have a welcome, Jacob Fry, Techie Demo, Published It, Turn Single, Gaming, Cole Savvy is going to be out there. Create Minneapolis will be out there. Sidekick will be out there. Remy 5 VR, Serial Chillers will be out in artificial intelligence. Future going to be out there. So, those are the those those are the sponsors of the event. So a lot of that should be pretty much fun, and I'll go over this again on Friday. So we're. I still am so excited to see that it will get black people more in tech. And I want to say before I go, this is the first step about the community in black tech. Next is a black startup week, tech startup week, that registers black tech talent in Minnesota. Okay, that's the, one of the big things that you have to emphasize that emphasize to everybody. Black tech talent in Minnesota is going to be very, very key. Okay, so please come out and support black tech talent. Everything in place and stuff that will also be worked on. So tomorrow, current event show. I am going to have, I'm going to have, potentially, if we do have him, it, does, it doesn't, but I hope 
Emma will be my guest. I hope I can get her on uh, as my guest tomorrow on Zoom. Where she will be my guest on the current adventure where I will have the video up where she's going to walk you through this site. Okay? And Thursday night I'm going to I'm going to talk I'm going to have my presentation to you. The open proposal Thursday Thursday afternoon at one o'clock. Because I'll be the best to know understand what a black owned tech media should look like and should taste like. Okay? Tomorrow current event show we'll do that. Then we'll talk about two to- um, one big topic, two big and a tech topic and we're done. Okay, so that will go on tomorrow. If not, like things could change out as it goes on. Thank you very much, guys. Thursday is the day. I'm going to unveil this to you. I'm going to open it up for you because it's time to get this all ready for the Black Tech Talent Show. On community fest. This is our computer drive. This is the. This is going to be a big event. Friday is the big. Friday is going to be a big day. Saturday is the huge day, where we pregame at 11. I'll come on for 20 minutes. We'll talk a little bit. Pregame. We'll pregame. Then we're going to the show. And I'm gonna get we're gonna be carrying the show on. We'll be interviewing lots of black tech. You will see the whole of a black in tech Miranda should be on there. So this will all be and I hope by Thanksgiving I have all have all these recorded. So I hope I can get these recorded for you. So I'm off. I'll sit down, record them. The the important interviews, you get the you get to share those with everybody you want to share this to. Okay? Thank you very much for listening to Tech Media today. I know you guys are great and respectful. You guys have a nice day today. Goodbye. Enjoy some more friends.